because let's be honest, I'm dying before everyone else. Oh, I wish these seats were comfier. I can't feel my bum. Hello, and welcome to this episode of The Least of Our Problems. I'm Kate. I'm Lily. And this week, we're going to be talking about friendship. So why are we talking about friendship? We both feel that as we've aged, friendships and having large friendship groups has quite changed, I guess, Mm -hmm. is the way that we've kind of talked about it. Um, But the perception of people having them hasn't. So though we feel like we are losing friends or don't have such large friendship groups, we are looking at other people and they've got loads. We feel like everyone else has more friends or closer friends than us. Mm -hmm. Research has actually said that most people only have between three and five friends or close friends. And that made me feel so much better. So I told this fact to to my boyfriend and he did like a little celebratory dance because it makes him average. He's like, I thought my three friends made me a loser. (laughs) How many friends do you have, Kate? Well, don't want to brag. Don't want to sound like a knob. Mm. However, Mm -hmm. I'm going to. (laughs) So no judgment, please. All right. I have a lot of smaller friendship groups. Mm-hmm. so between three to four <laughs> between three to four <laughs> i have one friendship group that's 3.5 friends <laughs> once again maths blunder <laughs> for god's sake but i have a lot of little friendship groups ranging from between three to maybe six friends in each but they're all from different stages of my life And we've lost good men along the way. They've definitely reduced. Other than one friendship group that's pretty solid and hasn't really changed. We've gone from groups of maybe 10 and now there's three of us standing. So, yeah, I'm I'm probably not within the norm. But also I am aware that I spread myself too thinly. I'm aware that I probably don't see them all the time or have really intensive relationships with them but they're also friends that I've had for like 20 years mm-hmm. so I'm not making a new friendship group every week yeah I feel like it's good to get perspective I feel like I'm the opposite of you I tend to have an extremely close group of friends and I don't have loads and loads of friends that I'm seeing all the time I'm always busy I'm always out doing something I am a Scorpio so it takes me can i just pause and say that was literally the one thing that me and lily said that we didn't want to do on a podcast is bring up our fucking star signs because it makes you sound like a twat i'm so sorry but if you're a scorpio then you'll just get it and And if you're not a scorpio you probably don't care (laughs) i I just don't know like i know that i'm a leo and that's it abel's a leo maybe you should fall in love stop trying to set me up with random men i have a boyfriend anyway (laughs) so i guess i'm not a scorpio um but i really 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 you literally took the piss out of another podcast going well we're both gemini's yeah well that's because well i'm not going to trash talk gemini's on this podcast this is that's not what we're here for (laughs) 
Anyway. I am not <laughs> present for this conversation. I prefer to have a really tight group of friends that I really, really, really trust. Um, I guess it's just in my nature. So it's nice to have the yin and yang sort of thing where you have a lot of different friends and I don't. Well, as a Leo... <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but I guess it's kind of true. Leos are quite, um, oh, fuck, yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. it fits. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, I feel like this is probably the podcast that I'm going to get the most vulnerable on. Oh. <laughs> is it because you're a Gemini? Fuck off, I'm not a Gemini. What are you? A Scorpio! Oh, I stopped listening as soon as you brought it up. All right, Leo. Um, <laughs> so self-absorbed. <laughs> I feel like I have, for, through each phase of my life had a new friendship group and it's been quite difficult leaving one and moving on to the next I think it's quite a nice development though and I I Mm. feel I've had the same I've got two really good friends that I've known since I was four our parents friends um they all hang out and we hang out but I can go for like a year Mm without spending much quality time with them but i know that they are my uh, ride or dies and you're taking the piss out of me for mentioning star signs (laughs) all right (laughs) they're the people that will be at my funeral because let's be honest i'm dying before everyone else with the amount of caffeine you drink i think that's just 100 (laughs) percent and the amount of wine the wine will counteract the caffeine (laughs) (laughs) i take this to go up and i take this to go down (laughs) That's called a lift. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best joke I have ever made. Ooh, okay. I'm back um, here next week. <laughs> we put a poll on our social media. <laughs> oh. <laughs> snot. Blow your nose. It's gone back up. <laughs> oh. So we put a poll on our social media just to find out how how many friends is like an average amount of friends that's normal. And one, these are the categories, one to five friends, five to nine friends or 10 plus friends. And I'm sure you'll all be over relieved to hear that the winner of the poll was one to five friends with 19 votes but like a significant Mm -hmm. amount yeah i mean if i was good at percentages i would say like more than 50 percent like 60 60 70 percent of people voted one to five friends guys go over to uh, spotify to listen to our equations (laughs) (laughs) if you need help with your gcse maths homework we're here for you the least of our problems is maths (laughs) So that made me feel really good about myself, to be honest. Yeah, I think that it did as well. Um, I think that it was quite interesting. I thought that more people would have more friends. And I always think that. I always think that people have more friends than me. I'm just constantly like feeling like shit for not having enough friends. And I think that stems from I don't have, as you like to call them, ride or die, friends that I've had since primary school I don't speak to anyone I went to primary school with not on bad terms we just you know I'm just not friends with them and then in secondary school I had a lot of really 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 good friends and some of them I would still speak to now and 
you know, want them to do great in life and like their Instagram posts and stuff like that and say happy birthday. And I love them, but they, again, we don't see each other regularly. I'm not, we're not super, super, super close. So it makes me feel shit that Mm -hmm. some people have all of these friends from school and I don't. And I'm like, is that something that I did? Did I do something that meant I don't have all these friends from school? Yeah, I, I understand that. I think it's really tough because I know that I've done it and I've sat and gone, oh, well, that's that's a huge friendship group. They've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And I lose count and I'm like, I could probably count the people that I'd invite to my hand deal on, on one or two hands. Yeah. But I have large friendship groups. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a bit bizarre. Yeah. Maybe I'm one of those people that posts lots of people on my Instagram and actually I have half a friend. <laughs> that's 0.5. <laughs> Do you think you're a good friend? Interesting. Mm. I'm a flaky friend. Okay. In the sense that if you ring me at 3 a.m. and you need to talk, I will be there. Mm-hmm. However... If you arrange a coffee with me on a Friday, I'll probably bail. Right. Okay. I'm very loyal. I've got very, lots of very good friends that I hold dear, hold close and I would do anything for. Yeah. But also I will bail on you because they're like my family. Mm -hmm. I feel I can do that to them because our friendship is so strong and I'm also horrendously lazy. Yeah. But that's kind of nice. Um, We did, we did another poll on social media um, just to ask people what they thought makes a good friend. And a lot of the responses was someone who you can go a long time without speaking to, without maintaining contact and still know that they're your like closest best friend. Ride or die. Ride or die, I guess we're using that phrase now. Um, I Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And I do have a, a fair number of those mm. that I, I've caught one friend and our text exchange is literally it's been eight weeks and I still haven't replied I win (laughs) and then she'll wait nine weeks and then text being it's been nine weeks I win (laughs) so that's gonna get to a point that we've been like it's been 10 years (laughs) and there's no reply because the other person's dead (laughs) they ultimately win (laughs) yeah I do you think you're a good friend um I think I've learned to be a good friend I think I was a bad friend. I don't think I understood what it meant to be a friend. When I was growing up, I didn't see my mum have a lot of close female friendships, especially. And I didn't understand what being a friend actually meant. Mm. And then unfortunately, I got into quite a toxic relationship. Um, Didn't realize I was in a toxic relationship and cut off a lot of my friends I guess looking back now, I was 18 and I'm, I kind of think that was through no fault of my own apart from the circumstances. And I did get myself out of it and prioritize my friendships again. But unfortunately, the friendships that I lost whilst I was in that relationship, it was kind of irreparable. Um, but making those decisions and doing those shitty things can feel so catastrophic at the time. Yeah. And can be so irreparable that you end up really looking back and, and almost feeling the regret that you feel as if you cheated on someone. I know that yeah. I look at back at maybe 
four or five friendships. And if I could speak to that person and say, I, I'm really sorry for the way I treated you, I would. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say that to a lot of people I've dated. So <laughs> I really liked on the poll, one of the polls that we had about what makes a good friend. Someone's put someone who has a car. I know. <laughs> that sounds like something you'd say when you were 16 and someone had just learned to drive. I thought that was so funny. A lot of it was loyalty based. Someone who is loyal to you, someone who respects you. Um, A lot of it was also just someone you get on with, like kind of no specific reason. You either just click with people or you don't, I think. Yeah, we've also got non-judgmental. I'd quite like to challenge that one. All right, go, go on then. One of my favorite things about one of my best friends is that she calls me out on my shit. Yeah. She'll, I'll ring her and I'll go, I've got these two friends. So one of them I ring and she goes, no, you do that. You go, you got this. And I'm like, yes. And when I want that answer, I ring her. Mm-hmm. Then I've got this other friend who I ring and she goes, no, that's not okay. Like <laughs> you need to not do that. And so I ring them and get their opinions and then I do the middle ground. Yeah. But it's also really hard to challenge your friends. It can be a bit scary. I did try and challenge one of my friends the other day. I was like, do you think you should uh, have therapy? And she was like, no. <laughs> I left it there. <laughs> yeah, some people just are not open to therapy, are they? How, something that we thought was really, really funny that whilst we were just doing some friend research is there's something called the pratfall effect. Mm-hmm. And this is apparently a theory that clumsy people are more likable. Which I think is really interesting because I've listened to every podcast that's talking about icks and so many of the fucking icks are... Oh, if he falls over and falls over his feet, it's an automatic ick. So why is this one saying that clumsy people are more friendly? Maybe they're more friendly, but you just don't want to date them. You don't want to kiss them on the mouth. Yeah, you maybe don't want to shag a guy that's just spilt red wine down himself. Yeah. The thing that I took from this was if you want to be more likable or you you want your friends to like you more or you want more friends or fuck knows what you want... um, like admit to your mistakes but i think i do think it has something to do with it because when people present as perfect i'm like how am i supposed to be friends with you yeah 100 percent. there's no like in and there's nothing you're very much comparing yourself oh they've got perfect hair they've got Mm. perfect grades they've got a perfect job perfect boyfriend yeah you're not relating to that individual you're not going oh okay i can see a bit of myself in there yeah. So we thought that we would then look more about why friendships and that kind of things, acquaintances break down. Mm-hmm. Because what we were saying at the beginning is that our friendships have changed and developed and almost become less um, over time as we become adults. So a study that we found looked at 2000 people mm-hmm. and it showed that over their lifespan, they lost 50% of the friends that they they made over over life, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, and I guess from my point of view, it doesn't surprise me, being as that I seem to have fr- friends f- for seasons of my life. Mm. And I mean, sometimes it does make me sad that there are people that were so close to me and so dear to me that I don't see or speak to anymore. Mm. And that can make me feel really sad. But then I look at the friends that I have now and it's like that. They're who I'm supposed to be with right now. And that feels right. Mm. Um, so that doesn't surprise me. I mean, it might surprise you. 
No, I think it's true. I think that I have exactly the same. I have friends that I hold really dear, but I might not speak to every day at the minute. Whereas other friends that I can relate to at the minute, I speak to every day. No, everyone talks about breakups and how hard breakups are and you're allowed to cry over it and eat a whole tub of ice cream and watch Bridget Jones. But no one really talks about what happens when a friendship breaks down. Mm -hmm. Um, I know for me specifically, I had two incidences where um, I lost my best friend and it wasn't a friend that I'd had for a very long time, but she was my best friend. Like we would sleep, sleep over all the time. Um, we would do things like hold hands. Like she knew everything about me and I knew everything about her. Mm. I've never laughed so much with anyone. Like she was my best of best, best friend. Mm. And that friendship broke down and I was so, so sad about it, but I couldn't really admit that to anyone. Mm. There wasn't the same outlet as there was for a breakup. And it was like, I was so, so devastated. And I never ever told her or I didn't really speak to anyone about it. Cause I was being so, you know, oh, the friendship's over and it is what it is. But really it was really, really hard and took me a long time to get over. Mm. I think about my ex-friends more than I think about my um, ex-partners. I, yeah. I saw this thing on TikTok, you know, the whole Roman empire that men <laughs> think about it every day or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Apparently the women's version <gasps> is thinking about their ex-best friends. Oh my God, I think that must be oh, true. I genuinely yeah. think about my ex-best friends at least three or four times yeah. a day. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish we were still friends. I regularly request to follow one of my ex-best friends and she always rejects it. <gasps> I, shouldn't, I shouldn't admit that. That's quite sad. Why, why does she? <sighs> I stayed friends with her ex-boyfriend. Oh. So. Yeah. That's a tough one. So we had a really interesting message from someone on our Instagram after we posted a couple of polls uh, asking about friendship. And it was from a lady. And she said that she'd been talking to her seven-year-old about friendships. And she'd been explaining to them how friendships kind of change and develop. And then she was kind of reflecting on her own ones and saying how maybe she doesn't have so much opportunity for friendships um and how the people that she now spends her time with might not be the people that she might relate to as much whereas when you're kind of young free and single you're meeting new people all the day all the time and as she was saying to her kid this is like now my interpretation <laughs> that when you're seven you're making new friends all the time you're meeting new people you're going to brownies you're going to guides you're going to scouts you i don't know what else the kids do gymnastics hanging out at the park doing <laughs> piano lessons going to new schools most adults will meet their friends hang out in that friendship group stay in that friendship group unless more people bring people in most people who are becoming my newer friends are partners of my current friends so I've now got a large group of male friends. Yeah. But all of their girlfriends and wives and fiancés are now coming into it. And it's really, really lovely, like, getting to meet those new girls that I probably would have never met before. Yeah. Um. So shout out to all of you. <laughs> I like you. Um, but I just think it's really interesting. Our opportunities reduced. And it made me really think that she was having this discussion with her seven-year-old. And she was like, oh, it's very complicated, the life of a seven-year-old. 
But she was like, my opportunities have reduced so much yeah. since becoming an adult to make these friends. Mm -hmm. Whereas you're constantly kind of navigating friendship when you're young. And now I'm getting older, I'm kind of getting stuck in my ways. Yeah. And I think when you're younger, friendship is the most important thing to you. That's yeah. probably all you think. I, I know when I was younger, that's all I thought about. How close am I with that person? Are we still friends? I want to be best friends. And you know, you'd walk around and be like, this person is my best friend. I'm going to so-and-so's for a sleepover. <laughs> so speaking of opportunity to make friends, I was going through a, partic a particularly rough patch and I was feeling really lonely. Um, I'd just gone through a breakup, a pretty hard breakup, which made me really sad. And I downloaded Bumble, but I didn't download it to meet men or a partner or whatever. I downloaded Bumble for friends. I never met up with any girls from it, but it was nice to see so many girls on there looking for friendship. Why is everyone so lonely considering there's like so many people about? Yeah. And it, even though it didn't actually make me feel any better, to be honest, and I, you know, I haven't got any great friends from it. It was like, that's... I think it's a really brave thing to do. I think that we often try and just pretend that we've got all the friends and that we're okay and actually it's okay to be like maybe I want them more more friends yeah yeah I think you're right and actively trying to find them yeah yeah I think that's fine all right thanks Kate that's all right <laughs> so when do friendships turn bad <laughs> we asked a question can fr friendships be toxic and why we've got some people who say that no you can just change and mm. that's okay. We've got people who say when people take, take, take and take, that that can be toxic. Mm. And then we've also got people saying you've got to expect people to change and develop and you have to kind of get over it. And maybe you're the toxic person for expecting someone to stay the same, which I thought was savage. But also kind of true. And then I really like this person that said, yes, people can be toxic. So just stay away from them. <laughs> And I, I think that is true. But sometimes you can be friends with someone and not realize that they are toxic. Yeah, uh, I think that we've all had the odd toxic friendship. I definitely felt I, I will tell you a story now. So I was really good friends with this girl, like really close. Like I would say best friends sort of vibe. Saw mm -hmm. each other every weekend, went out. Um, and then she started to do like things to other people. Um, and I was kind of like, but she's not doing them to me. So she would like yell at other people, um, maybe like hit other people, oh which actually God. at the time, like now I look back, I'm like, that was really bad. Uh, but I was still quite naive. I was quite young and I was like, but she's not doing any of that to me. And we're really good friends. And then one night we both got really drunk and something happened that basically got completely misconstrued because she was really drunk. Right. So she thought I'd said something that I hadn't said. Um, there were people kind of playing Chinese whispers. And yeah, none of that had actually happened. And she saw me across the room and she launched at me <gasps> and was like fully beating me up. Fuck. Like it, I didn't, I wasn't hurt physically, but... It emotionally emotionally I was quite hurt like ran outside was crying you know needed to 
like get someone to come and pick me up. That's not okay. And I, I also feel like though it was like, I should have seen that coming because she was a toxic person and it was pretty naive of me to be, think she would never do that to me. She would never turn on me. Yeah. That, that was naive. And that was a big learning curve for me. That's like, some people aren't nice people. You know, even if they're your friend, mm. they're not a nice person. If they're, if they're a nice person, they're a nice person to everyone, mm. you know? You have to kind of see what they put out into the world. And just because they're not putting it onto you mm -hmm. doesn't mean that they can't turn around at any point and put yeah. it onto you. Yeah. Oh, that's really shit, mate. It was really shit. However, that like made me have a some, like a little bit of self like valuable, you know. Respect. Yeah, self-respect. To be like, I'm not going to be friends with people like that anymore. I'm going to be friends with nice people. Good for you. So that was nice. So I actually think I'm going to talk about my toxic trait. Oh, yeah. Um, I am a classic people pleaser. Okay. Like, real bad. <laughs> I hate losing friends. I hate growing apart from people. So... As I've got older, I've really struggled with losing people. Um, I want to kind of keep them all close. And I've really battled with it to the point that I've completely burnt myself out. I've been seeing people every night of the week. I've been seeing four or five people in a day, just to the point that I've got no time for myself. That's exhausting as well. Really exhausting. I think it's also something that a lot of people experience mm -hmm. as we get older we feel we have to have that ideal 30 friends at your birthday party having a really great time. Yeah. And we're trying to hold on to that. And I feel that I've done that. I've tried really, really hard to create that for myself. And the reality of it is it's, it's fucking tiring. Yeah. Um, again, we put a poll on social media. Just this, I feel like this one's just a bit for fun. We always just do a fun one now. <laughs> Mainly for us. I like seeing what people's answers are. What celebrity would you most like to be friends with and why? And we got some really interesting answers. Claudia Winkleman was one of my favourites. Yeah, I can get that. However, I feel like I'd be constantly comparing my hair to her. I don't know, and her ability to pull off a fringe. Yeah. Unmatched. Who the fuck is Patrick Grant? Oh, he's a Scottish fashion designer. I think I'd rather have sex with him rather than... That's so niche. Look how sexy Let's he see. is. Look how sexy he is. Wow. Oh, hello, Patrick Grant. Oh, he was on the Great British Sewing Bee. Oh, that's so cute. Um, the one I'm not sure I quite can get on with is Demi Lovato. Ugh. I actually need to look who said that because I'm not down with that one. However, Ryan Reynolds and the and the why he's Deadpool. <laughs> Do you need another reason? <laughs> Mine is uh, Winston from New Girl. I know he's fictional, but I just think he's the funniest man alive. Him and Schmidt together are just my dream. I think I'd like to be Schmidt, <laughs> and he could be Winston. I haven't really watched that much New Girl. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Awkward silence. <laughs> I would most like to be friends with Chriselle from Selling Sunset. Oh, she's so annoying. What? I mean, I watched the first season that she was in. Oh, okay. No, no, no. You have to get past that. She just becomes the coolest. 
Oh, like, really? honestly, the coolest. And she's just one of those women that like knows her own mind and is like, that's it. Okay. Like, I've made my decision. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. This is where I stand. And she just seems like a lot of fun. She's like, always wants to go dancing. Mm, yes. Okay, so it is that time of the week. What is hot and what is not? So Lily, what's your hot and what's your not this week? Well, after this episode, my hot this week is my friends right now. Vom. Ah, says you. I love autumn walks in the park and the leaves crunch beneath my feet. Stop being such a Sagittarius. <laughs> I'm a Scorpio. <laughs> um i just really love all my friends right now and it just all well all my friends i'm just having a lot of respect and love for all of my friends i've had across all periods of my life i think they're all great and i think friendship is is really hot okay that's my heart that's my i told you this this episode would be the episode that i got really vulnerable i'm gonna find another episode to make you vulnerable <laughs> no break you down <laughs> and what's your not my not heart is also quite quite deep um is hair loss oh. so i am experiencing hair loss from stress and having done a lot of research into it a lot of people in their 20s um are experiencing hair loss which is obviously super young to experience hair loss yeah yeah so that is not hot and no. there's not a lot on the market really to combat it yet because i feel like people have it's quite a touchy subject your hair and hair loss when you're younger mm. so i feel like i wanted to speak about it and because it is a common thing a lot of people in their 20s are experiencing hair loss interesting i didn't know that yeah it's quite sad that everyone's so stressed that their hair's falling out in their 20s so my hot this week is i guess i'm gonna be cringy as well <laughs> The people that have supported us so far. Aww. Who are our friends. So (laughs) basically, (laughs) ours are exactly the same. I take back everything I said. Um, And my not hot this week is my ability to fall asleep throughout every film that I've tried to watch Mm. in the past three weeks. As soon as it gets to winter, it's like, bam, just fall asleep mid-film. I have rewatched the same probably 40 minutes of harry potter i knew you were gonna say harry potter it's because it's taking me so fucking long to get through it because i keep falling asleep and go to bed and i'm like okay well i was asleep during this part i don't remember this part So, we now move on to our confession, which again has been written in. So, pretty cool. Thanks, guys. Hey, girls. Good start. Yeah. I have a little secret to tell you. I'm not rich, to say the least, but I am a full-grown adult and I have an income. Cool. I have absolutely zero excuse for this behaviour other than the fact I am greedy. Oh. My girlfriend... So it's a man again. (laughs) Doesn't often eat her whole dinner. Okay. And is one of those scumbags who doesn't use a food waste bin. Scumbag. Fair. I understand that. Like, (laughs) 
Just use a fucking food waste bin. You fucking scumbag. <laughs> and just shoves it in the normal bin, which is often filled with dried items such as paper. Because oh, I am no. Because I am not a scumbag. Oh, no. She has popped no. some perfectly good food in the bin before, before even offering it to me. I mean, the absolute audacity. I wait for her to go upstairs and get ready for bed. And I take it out of the bin and I finish <gasps> it off. Like, why are all of these men just eating and drinking stuff that isn't fucking theirs? <laughs> the men are hungry. <laughs> and poor. <laughs> I do. Do I deserve redemption or am I completely unsavable because I'm an absolute savage? It really depends on a lot of things. It, I ha- What else is in the bin? What type of bin is it? It says dry stuff. How can you always guarantee... That it is he making a judgment call like there's a bit of wet kitchen roll there I'm not gonna eat that or is it just also like I could see a burger or some chicken nuggets is he picking out some soggy vegetables like a curry rice <laughs> is he loading it back onto the plate <laughs> or is he just taking the paper with the food on and using the paper as a plate maybe he's one of those people who just has paper plates. Why doesn't he just go, excuse me, are you going to eat all that? To be fair, I feel like she probably does offer and he, maybe she's fat shamed him in the past and now he doesn't want to. So he just eats out of the bin like a little goblin. Arguably worse. Pardon? Arguably worse. I thought he said goblin. (laughs) Arguably a goblin. (laughs) We call those trash goblins. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. Thanks for listening, guys. Yet again. If I, you still are. If it's just <laughs> us talking to ourselves again. I hope this episode has made you feel a bit better about your friendships. And, you know, that like you don't have to have a big group of friends. That's what I really wanted people to... We'll be your friends. I'll take all the friends I can get. <laughs> anyway. Thanks, guys. I was going to say happy birthday. Happy Thursday. See you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> kind of like Pokemon. You're not going to get a fire out for a water issue, are you? We're either really, really funny or we've had way too much Red Bull. I think it's probably the latter. What do you do at Butlins? I think you just have a super awesome wicked time.